watch cartoons We'll take a look back at where we've been So let's hop into our time machine Welcome to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I'm Scarlett. I'm Katie. We're your animates, and welcome back to another epic battle of Cartoon Clash. Rah, rah, crowd noises. You gotta help me with the crowd noises, Katie, otherwise I sound insane. Uh, it's getting less exciting each time we do it. Yeah, <laughs> simply, yeah probably. We- I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's still exciting for the audience, but we're strapped for ideas. At least I was. I I think this is going to make it a little more interesting because we've sort of, we have gone through a lot of like the obvious characters that we'd want to put in a head-to-head tournament style battle royale competition. Uh, But now that we're, we're sort of, you know, digging, digging deep into the stacks, we're going, going to the deep tracks. Uh, I think we're going to have some kind of interesting ones. I think we have some some options here that might make for some kind of fun fights because we have some lesser known characters in the ring and some more unusual choices. So I'm going to optimistically say that this is going to be our best cartoon clash ever. I think by the fact that two of us chose the same pretty dumb character. Yeah. I would like to point out, Katie chose it like, 30 seconds after I said, oh, this is my list and that character is on it. It was several minutes. The moral of the story is Katie doesn't listen to me. I don't. I was panic picking while Scarlett was saying this list. So maybe it was I was primed to say it. Well, it doesn't matter because we have each selected six cartoon characters uh, to go against each other. Uh, we're doing this as a, a seated tournament, uh, completely randomized. So we'll have our first round that'll move on to the random picks uh, for our second round. Um, but let, let's say we get started now uh, with our first competition. Ding, ding. That's the, that's the bell that, that goes. Um, <laughs> I know sports. I know how sport work. Um, our first competition uh, is the Pink Panther versus Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. This hmm. is an interesting one. I, when I, so I, I will say I picked Tommy uh, for this one. Um, and I, I, picked, I picked Tommy uh, because I find him, you know, A, very cute and inventive and courageous and just a very fun character. And also B, I think my secret weapon is that a certain number of people in this competition will not fight a baby. Katie, can you make the argument for me why the Pink Panther would fight a baby? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to lie. I panic picked this and I forget what the Pink Panther does half the time. Other you're than the, the theme song. You're the one who's got to defend the Pink Panther here. The theme song just gets stuck in the kid's head. That's all. The, just doing that the whole time. He's just bopping the head back and forth. he's just like kind of a rascal like that's he like he like steals stuff he like solves crimes but he's just kind of a rascal i don't know if he would fight a baby i don't know if he has that level of ruthlessness in him maybe i don't know man i don't know anymore i'm having a day 
You are. You are. I'm going to poorly defend all of these. I picked these in such a panic. Well, um, I mean, if you're not going to defend the Pink Panther, then I think Tommy Pickles moves on a level. This this baby moves moves forward in this competition. Unless you come up with a compelling reason why the Pink Panther would beat him in a fight. I'm working on it. <laughs> now, my, my question <laughs> always is, like, how did the Pink Panther cartoon turn into, like, a detective film series like how are those two things connected why how did that happen i don't know i don't know maybe someone knows the history of this whole thing but like this it was like a thing in the 60s and then again in the early 2000s like i i don't get it these two things feel very disconnected like the pink panther cartoons are so different from the pink panther movies yeah that's fair i got nothing other than it was a very violent cartoon most cartoons are the good ones. Yeah, at least. that's and that's what we're playing tribute, paying tribute to with our cartoon clashes right here. We're bringing it back to where it that's all true. began: violence. I'll admit I didn't have much planned for this, so you can win by default because I'm terrible at this game. Woohoo! By default, the best kind of victory. Um, okay, cool. So Tommy Pickles uh, moves on. Ding ding. Um, okay, I think this will be a, a more interesting round next. Uh, we have Clover from Totally Spies uh, going up against Yosemite Sam of the Looney Tunes. Now, you did pick mm -hmm. a character who famously uses guns. I so did. Kind of one, um, and is not shy about using them. I don't think no. we've actually seen Yosemite Sam shoot someone to death, because I think that would have been dark even for the Looney Tunes. But... I mean, this Most is a no holds hard competition. I think you'd do it. I think you'd do it. <laughs> I think Yosemite Sam is off the rails enough to just fire blindly and get lucky. I think he could. Now, my counter argument here, though, with Clover from Totally Spies is that being a secret agent and having many, many gadgets at her disposal and being smarter than people give her credit for though she is the ditz who gets kidnapped all the time she is the damsel in distress of the show um just part of why i picked her i thought it'd be more fun than if i picked like the hyper competent sam because like if sam were in this competition i feel like she just beat everyone because she's basically just cartoon network's answer to kim possible um but clover i think is just good enough that i think the bumbling yosemite sam would fall victim to well first of all i think she could use her feminine wiles i think yosemite sam would absolutely fall for clover tossing her hair and applying lipstick and then like the lipstick is like a laser gun like i think that's like in in looney tunes fashion i feel like this is how this fight goes like yosemite sam has an actual weapon but clover has boobs and in most old cartoons boobs beat guns every time I don't want to give it to you, but you've really sold me. That's a really compelling argument. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, honestly, I think if Yosemite Sam was going up against most of these other people, like Yosemite Sam, by the way, would have shot Tommy Pickles. Like, had Yosemite Sam been in that one, like, that would have been, I would have given that to you 100%. I do Yosemite not think Sam has no morals and just really a lot of mental illness, probably. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is like, like psychologically, like we're to armchair diagnose Yosemite Sam. I think anything that makes you want to shoot guns in the air constantly and just have obvious anger issues, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he has like, you know, like he maybe his like parents never loved him or something. And we're gonna walk away from this subject now because this is getting dangerous. Yeah, yeah, probably. So what's the next one? He has a lovely beard, though. I'll give him that. He does. He does. It's luscious. Also. I want I want you to know more than the audience. You picking Clover and this whole feminine wilds conversation has been very confusing. So we play D and D with a person whose character is named Clover. That is true. That and is Clover true. Would not use her feminine wiles to win a fight. She'd just murder you. And that's why we love Clover is because she murders people instead of using feminine wiles. <laughs> Clover, if you're listening, I, we love. I would love to see Clover attempt to use feminine wiles to win a battle. And now he's just going to do that in the next game. So Clover is also one of the only people who listens to this podcast. So, Oh, I know. That's why I went on this tangent, continuing to the next battle, because I've let you win twice now. All right. Yeah, it's true. I've I've been very successful. Um, Well, I automatically win this next one because as the randomizer would have it, both of these are mine. Um, And I think this is actually a really fun one. Um, I, I think we both know who's going to win, but it's a really fun one. Um, it's Maeve from Wolfwalkers versus Grizz from We Bear Bears. Um, two animals, which I think is kind of fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I will say, I think Maeve in her human form is still more animalistic than Grizz being consistently a bear. Because I, I forget, Katie, how much of We Bear Bears have you seen any at all? I have seen a small amount. I have seen a, a good amount of clips, so I know the characterization. They're fairly modern, humanized bears. They are. The They're def- also pretty soft. You picked like one of the softer ones. Right. Had I now again, well, I, I I try not to make these you know total curb stomp because had I picked Ice Bear, who is like raised in the Siberian wilderness by a crazy Russian axe guy, um, and is like a canonical ninja samurai um i think he would have decimated everybody i love ice bear he's the best all he says is well like, you know, he, he he doesn't use uh he doesn't use first person pronouns he just says ice bear for everything and he's very cute and i love him but grizz is kind of like he's like your jock he's like your you know california jock type he just likes to eat burritos and hang out at the park and play video games like he's he's your jock uh, they're very anthropomorphized. The whole point of We Bear Bears was meant to, uh, I forget exact, I think the, the creator was a Korean immigrant or Korean American um, who wanted to sort of show what it felt like to be a minority in a city like San Francisco, where like you can mostly fit in, but everyone's still going to like look at you a little bit funny. So they are purposefully totally anthropomorphized versus Maeve from Wolfwalkers, who again, even when she's not shifted into her wolf form, is just a little feral a wild child and I think would pretty easily get take down Grizz like I think you might actually need someone to hold her back a little bit because I think she would skin Grizz if given the opportunity yeah let women be feral wins this round hashtag let women be feral um yeah I think I if I were like the ref in this competition I'd probably like call it early just so Maeve wouldn't completely tear apart Grizz who yeah does not, who really does not deserve this he is not a fighter he's a lover 
Well, not even, you know, Pan, Pan Pan is a lover. He is, he is just a bro. He's a good bro, but he's a bro. Yeah. Yeah, All this right. is a pretty, it's an interesting one, but a pretty easy one. Pretty easy one. I mean, I think, honestly, when I thought about Maeve, I was like, oh yeah, here's our MVP. So I think yeah, she would I, competition. I almost went with the Wolf Walkers one. You technically would have beat me to it anyway, because you announced first this week. Um, and two, I was going to go with the dad. But I thought it was too soon after we reviewed the show. You are seriously putting Sean Bean into a fighting competition oh, shoot. and expect him to die first. I mean, <laughs> I, I really shouldn't have stopped you from that. You that I that, that would hey. have been an argument is that he is famous for dying in everything. He survived that whole movie. He did survive Wolf Walkers, which is extra surprising because he's also a dad in a fantasy series. And being a parent in a fantasy series is almost as much as a death sentence as being Sean Bean. Those two, those two things combined are very dangerous. Is Sean Bean the most dangerous D&D class? I don't know. Has anyone even tried to play Sean Bean? My next character will be Seam Bon. <laughs> Please do. I want to hold, hold you to this, Katie. I make no promises. Next. <laughs> All right. Ding, ding. Maeve moves on to the next one. Uh, another, I think, kind of obvious one, but let's see how this plays out. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, your contribution, versus my contribution, Wendy from Gravity Falls. Uh, who has lumberjack trading, might I, might I remind you? We have a lot of characters who use axes, I think, in this competition. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, no, actually, because I was talking about Ice Bear before who has an axe, but Grizz doesn't. So maybe oh, yeah. maybe Wendy's the only one with the axe. Maybe Wendy's the only one here with an axe. But the point is, she has an axe. Clifford is just a really big, adorable puppy. Would I mean, she hurt the big, adorable enormous. puppy? Like, he could definitely swallow Wendy with one go. On the other hand, I don't think Wendy has any qualms about killing a puppy. Like, if she's... Like, we've seen her beat up a unicorn in Gravity Falls. If you can beat up a unicorn, I'm pretty sure you can beat up a giant dog, too. Yeah, it's really the question of, uh, does she get to Clifford before Clifford accidentally sits on her? That, too. I mean, like, she is still, like, just a teenage girl. Like, she's tough, but, like, I don't, she doesn't have any particular extra strength in the same way that Clifford, being enormous, does. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a uh, who who rolls the highest initiative here, right? I think I think there's the first mover advantage here. I think also I think like Clifford Wendy, jumps a little bit and just a boom. Yeah, I mean, right? I think I think if we don't really know exactly how quick Wendy is, I think that's that sort of is what it comes down to. I think if she moves first, she wins. If Clifford moves first, it's really easy for a giant red dog to pin you mm-hmm. i mean who wins in a race a human or a dog usually i mean what kind of race are we talking is this an endurance race or like a sprint because it's a sprint, a sprint. Dog. a sprint well yeah definitely so if if the two of them are in the corner and clifford is sufficiently motivated to run at the sound of the bell to go to wendy yeah no i would i would probably give it to clifford then again like yeah. clifford like like Clifford like is like also in the cartoon at least like is like 
moderately sentient, like, would he want to fight? He's a nice dog. He's a good doggy. That might, like, I don't, I don't see him having, like, the killer instinct that Wendy would have. Like, again, two of them in the corner of the ring being like, all right, got to go attack the next person. Like, I feel like Clifford is much more reluctant than Wendy. Wendy is like, yeah, no, I'm killing this. Here's my thing. Wendy's ready to kill. Clifford just wants to be friends and accidentally, like, runs full force into Wendy. Okay, I'll give you that. I will give you that. That is likely. All right, I will, I will, I, I, you, I admit defeat. I will advance Clifford. I got uh, one. Right, you got one. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, the, to be fair, the next round, the next seed has a lot of yours. Um, So it, you are not going to be totally out of it, but I will give you Clifford just by virtue of being a huge boy, a, a mass, a massive pupper uh, moves on to the next round. Sorry, Wendy, you can go, go sit in the corner with Grizz. I think they'd be buddies. I think they would. I feel like jock energy. Yeah. All right. Next round. Ding, ding. Um, Okay. Now talking about uh, people who would kill a baby uh, because Tommy Pickles is now going up against King Neptune from SpongeBob. King Neptune would 100% kill a baby. King Neptune has no qualms. Yeah. This feels like a short fight. Uh, I'm talking about like movie king neptune who's not the brightest but is willing to immediately put his powers to use in bad ways and you know what he and tommy actually have in common that they might commiserate over they're both bald they're both bald bald (laughs) it's still a great gag all these all these years later that gag still cracks me up that movie is way better than it should be allowed to be it's a genuinely good comedy. It's a very like, strong comedy. Sitting in my kitchen the other day and just like, now that we're men. It's good musical numbers, like really good, like, you know, mu- musical style, Broadway style musical numbers at times. Like, I actually wonder, does the SpongeBob musical use any of the songs from that movie? I've never seen I it. I would bet it. not. Probably not. I've heard good things. I've heard like surprisingly good things about that musical, but I have never yeah. seen it. But uh, to finish uh, my thoughts on the story, we've seen King Neptune be willing to free someone uh, and uh, basically say that he's going to execute him and then try to like boil him alive. Um, and the only thing that keeps him from doing it is Wendy, who is not here. His daughter, Wendy, not the other Wendy. Not the other Wendy. She's voiced by someone famous, right? Was that Scarlett Johansson? I want to say that was Scarlett Johansson. It's like that someone sounds right, but it's like someone who's me. ridiculously famous now, but was like only like was at the time the level of famous that would get you to star in the spongebob movie keep vamping i'm vamping i'm vamping i'm vamping uh, but yeah no i think yeah I you're think right scarlett johansson scarlett johansson weird 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 um anyway yeah i i have a hard time justifying tommy beating this one i i think king neptune wins this round yeah. now however however i i will say oh god I'm, okay what? continue I was remembering which of my two characters were left and was like, are they going up against each other then? No, it's they're spread out. That's a shame because that, that would have been really funny. Hey, they might still advance <laughs> and go up against each other. Um, but uh, oh, what was I going to say? Um, I know we usually say that like everyone is on roughly equal ground in terms of their abilities. Like we don't purposefully nerf anyone. Um, however, 
I don't know what the battlefield would be that would give both Tommy Pickles and Neptune equal advantage, given that Neptune is a merman and cannot exist on land, and Tommy Pickles is one years old, which I'm going to assume means he cannot swim. Why did you have to bring this into confusing uh, things? We've because been I, because we my give, theory is that we the, give that the, King, we give King Neptune a big bowl like they do in Sandy's dome. But he has a fin. He has fins for legs. Not, he doesn't even have like legs. He like swims. He's a big fish leg. He doesn't have to move to use his powers. I mean, that's fair. I I prefer to think that they're fighting in a kiddie pool. I also like that. They're, he's they're like, in a pool Tommy, that has Tommy, the Mary Tommy has yes. his water wings on, and he's like just kind of paddling around in there like babies do in a swimming pool. It's the varying depths, you know, where where all your friends can go in the deep end, and you don't want to have to start treading water, so you're just on the other, like at the three foot, and you're like. I mean, this is me all the time because I'm five feet tall and all of my friends can go into slightly deeper waters and still stand. And if I were in their zone, I'd have to tread water. So I just sort of stand back in the shallow end. Just shouting across. Hey guys, how you doing over there? The water's nice over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, that, that's an easy one. Uh, Neptune progresses, Tommy does not. Sorry, Tommy. All right, interesting next fight. <laughs> interesting next fight. Ding, ding. Uh, here we have Gumby, uh, who is the character that both Katie and I tried to pick, and I won because I said it first, uh, versus Clover. Now, I, I went with Gumby personally because Gumby can turn into anything, uh, so I thought that made him a very versatile uh, enemy. Um I don't know. He's like not like really a fighter though, and Clover one hundred percent is. I I do think she probably kicks Gumby's butt, but it is hard to kick Gumby's butt because he is made of rubber. Isn't he made of clay? Like because he can like he like turns into things, right? Isn't he? Oh yeah, I'm thinking of the toys which are made of rubber. Well, toys were rubber. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you couldn't sell if they were clay, they would harden. Um, I had my mom had a have one and I have one because I had hers. Aw, I I just had mine. I had a Gumby and a Pokey. They were the best. Um the the uh rubber in one of his arms is broken, which meant I like snapped in the middle so I could like uh like twist his arm in like really unnatural looking ways like he had a broken arm, which he did. Um I don't know, maybe I was a little bit sadistic as a child. This was what this I was I was like Sid from Toy Story torturing my poor Gumby. Yeah I'm a little concerned now. Yeah, wherever he is now, he's uh he's probably hating me. Um, oh well. Um, uh, yeah, I, I you, think honestly, this would be an interesting fight because I think I don't know how you defeat Gumby when he has like instant regeneration powers. Like, I don't know what you can do to take down Gumby. You'd have to find a way to uh, negate the ability of clay, which would be to dry it out or like melt it. Now, I can, I don't remember explicitly all of the Totally Spies weapons, but I feel like they had some sort of makeup that was also a flamethrower, which I think would probably do it for Gumby. I'm going to search this. Totally Spies flamethrower? I can't a flamethrower. Elon Musk? Yeah, I 
don't see anything about this, but oh nope, there is one. There's a makeshift flamethrower, which I can only assume is hairspray. Given given what Totally Spies was, I can only assume they had a can of hairspray they lit on fire. That is a dangerous thing to show to children. The show was French. They didn't care. And like back in those days, shows were so imitatable back when we were kids. Like I know that would never pass standards and practices now we were watching in terms of things we can access we could access as children that are really dangerous to do i mean aerosol can and fire really high up on the list i mean it's funny like do kids today even really know what aerosol cans are because those got banned when we were kids for the ozone layer i mean still get things that are aerosol you can but they, they don't they don't have the same chemicals in that no way. they're not quite as flammable like hairspray sprayers are still flammable spray paint is the same i'm sure honestly i, I, I don't think it's what's in there i think it's what's i think hairspray itself is typically pretty flammable i have not only have i not really used hairspray i have certainly never tried to set it on fire so I have not set it on fire because still to the shock of everyone who knows me, I am not an arsonist. I don't fully believe that. You can say that all you want. I don't know if I fully believe you. Setting things on fire. You just have arsonist energy. I'm sorry. Some people have big energy. Some people have arsonist energy. All right, that broke Katie. They're fully off camera now. I do not know when they will return. They're coming back. I need that, that's, I need that saved. My hair looks a mess now. I need hairspray. Your hair looks beautiful. You look great. I need that put on my gravestone. (laughs) All right, I'll make it happen. (laughs) So who's winning this fight? I think Clover wins. I, again, Gumby's not that martial. He would... I think if this was like an endurance game, I think Gumby would win it out. But I think Clover has enough gadgets at her disposal that I think she'd she'd take out Gumby pretty easily. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Ding, ding. Uh, Clover advances uh, to the next round. Uh, the next one, uh, this will be kind of fun. Uh, Charizard from the Pokemon. Uh, yes, I say the Pokemon like I'm an 80-year-old man. Um, and, uh, he's going up against Maeve from Wolfwalkers. Hmm. Now, a I dragon? don't know if Pokemon, so make, make the argument for me for Charizard. That's the one with the flame on its tail, right? No, that, yes, but this is the big version. This is a dragon. This is a dragon. This is a I fire-breathing mean, dragon, basically. Okay, well, Maeve is a seven- or eight-year-old girl who can sometimes be a slightly larger no not even slightly larger than average because she's still a child an average sized wolf um i don't know if an average sized wolf can beat a dragon it can fly the the dragon can fly or maybe it's a fire flying dragon a firefly dragon okay um fire flying dragon no i know i just i i thought that was fun um yeah. yeah i wow okay yeah um Hmm. I mean, I love Maeve to death and I want her to win this competition because I find her delightful. But like, even if we're like using like D&D stats, like there's no size wolf that will beat a dragon in combat. 
It's five foot seven. Oh, wait, that's two, wait, wait, two, wait, it's only five foot seven. That's not that big. And weighs 200 pounds. It's a very large dog. Yeah, wait, so, okay, wait. I I read I I'm gonna now I change my mind here I I will not go into that good night so easily if it's only five seven I think that's not so much bigger than Maeve's wolf form I think that they are closer to evenly stacked and Maeve is ferocious I don't know what what's Charizard's temperament like well it's dependent but it's usually a pretty like it wants to fight usually. Well, I mean, I guess that is the advantage of picking a Pokemon is that they are, this is like a Pokemon battle, essentially. Um, hmm. Uh, it's, uh, does met. It's also sometimes just a little jerk in the show. Well, so is Babe, so. Charizard moves. Now, no, it can just refire. That would kind of do it. Maeve is, Maeve is good. I don't know if she beats a fire-breathing dragon, even one that's less than six feet. I can read some Pokedex entries. Sure. Uh, in the first games, spits fire that is hot enough to melt boulders, known to cause forest fires unintentionally. Oh, that's sad. Poor if Charizard way. becomes furious, the flame at the tip of its tail flails up in a whitish-blue color, meaning the Aww. fire gets hotter. Uh, breathing intense hot flames, it can melt almost anything. Its breath inflicts terrible pain on enemies. If you were wondering, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokedex entries get dark. Pokemon that's just like, it's a tiny balloon that seals children in the night. Oh my god, what? Why? <laughs> All right, I, I am willing to be the bigger man here and say that Charizard would beat Maeve in a fight. Yes, it's a it's it's a small dragon. Although now I now we gotta wonder who uh who Charizard is gonna fall to, possibly. I'm intrigued. All right, well, I'm now looking up the balloon that carries people away so I can read its Pokedex entry. Uh, before you can do that, I'm moving on because I don't want to hear about that. Uh we have Olaf from Frozen. Versus Clifford, the big red dog. And I think Clifford just eats Olaf. He's made of yeah, snow. Yeah, this is an easy one. I really, wanted, I really thought Charizard and Olaf might have been going up against each other, and that might have been the shortest battle ever. But, like, similarly, like, I don't have any dogs, but I know that dogs love ice, and they love carrots. And that's all Olaf is. So right, I think I found it. All right, read it. I gotta read it. Drifloon. In Pearl, it tugs on the hands of children to steal them away. However, it gets pulled around instead. Wow, I love M. It is whispered that any child who mistakes Drifloon for a balloon and holds onto it could wind up missing. Oh god, I really don't like M. Children holding them sometimes vanish. Why does Pokemon so have a that it grabs the hands of small them? children and drags them away to the afterlife? So it's like Peter Pan, but he's a balloon. Its round body is stuffed with souls. What? Wait, what? This is beyond the stuff of nightmares. Why wasn't the evil soul-stealing balloon in this battle? Wow. 
This is balloony. She's got my back. Her balloon seals the souls of its victims. All right, we're ending the episode there. It can't get better. No, no, no. We'll move on. I think I think Clifford beats Olaf though to get back to our main point here. Yep, we're on we're on board with that. All mm-hmm. right, good. All right. Katie took took that opportunity to take a sip of drink. So I'm just gonna say Sometimes after you talk about Pokemon that are taking the spirits of children away to the afterlife, just need a drink. That is fair. That is fair. All right. Well, we're in the semifinals now. Uh, and we're gonna see King Neptune going up against Clover. Now, this battle I will accept taking place fully underwater. Because I know for a fact the Totally Spies have scuba suits. They have All right, fair. It is an opportunity to put your characters in even more skin-tight outfits than usual. They did that a lot. Mm. Okay, well, in, in things, we, we know King Neptune is one of the most powerful ones we have on the field right now. Definitely, 100%. He's just kind of got a lot of undescribed powers. Yes. However, um, I will give to you that his weakness is his daughter, in terms of controlling his anger. And she is a teenage girl also. I think Clover would not be beyond using that as leverage. Be like, oh, I could be your daughter. Like, he wouldn't do this to just a sweet little teenage girl. Like, Clover would 100% pull that card and do a good job at it, too. I know, and that's the thing is, uh, we, I mean, the whole SpongeBob movie dealing with King Neptune's anger issues is mostly about how easily tricked he is. Right. Like when it, when it comes, like Clover isn't the brightest, but she has tricked people. Like she is not to be underestimated. She is still. King Neptune is dumb. Canonically pretty dumb. I I still think he could get in a lucky shot that takes down Clover, but Clover Mm -hmm. has fought much worse and won. Like she, she has taken down like literal super villains. Um, yeah, so I feel like this is usually with the help of the other totally spies. She is the mm-hmm. weakest of the main three, but I think she could take down King Neptune. I think this is tight. This is tight. It's definitely a tight one. I think it, I really think it could go either way, but I'm I'm willing to. Ed- I think because they are. I think closely equal in strength with all the gadgets at Clover's disposal and the fact that she's likely faster than him. Um, I'd say they're close, they're close physically. And I think Clover is just barely stronger mentally. I agree with this. I was the one who put up there that he's easily swayed by his teenage daughter. Yeah. So I would, I would, uh, I would advance. I would advance her. I'm in agreement. All right. Clover moves on to the finals. Ding, ding. All right, next one. This could be kind of fun. Clifford versus Charizard. Um, I mean, Clifford is bigger than Charizard, I think, actually. But also, I think, really repelled by fire. He's a dog. Yeah. I don't I- think Charizard even has to try to set Clifford on fire. I think... Charizard like lights up its tail with fire and I think that scares off Clifford yeah I don't think Clifford wins this one I also don't think so I would like him to but Clifford having very few attacks other than just being big and Charizard being a tiny dragon I think 
I think there are just too many ways for Charizard to get the upper yeah. hand. Also, Charizard can fly, right? So that negates yep. a lot of a lot of Clifford's uh, strengths lie in the fact that he is physically larger than his opponent and could, like, you know, like we said with Wendy, like pin them. Um, yep. But all Charizard has to do is keep above Clifford, and the game is over. Yeah, this is an easy one. This one's easy. All right, Charizard, you you I'm advance. Impressed, Clifford made it to the semifinal. Good for Clifford. You know what? We love Clifford. We stand Clifford. He did good. Good fight, buddy. Go go get yourself some dog treats in the back corner. Emily Elizabeth is waiting for you. Um, <laughs> all right, final fight. This is kind of fun. Clover from Totally Spies versus Charizard. Yeah, this is a good fight. Like. Regardless of who wins, I feel like a good fight is had here. Yeah. Um, mm. now, I, I feel like I'm inclined, I'm inclined to overestimate the power of like gadgets because cartoons have led me to believe that gadgets beat brute strength every time. I don't know that's inherently true, but cartoons would have me believe it's true. And this is a cartoon clash. I think so. But then you have to realize that I feel like at least a well well moved set Charizard could counter some, and the fact you could have smokes. I take these moves more literally when we're now talking in the cartoon sense when they look more literal than um, in the games. Smokes, right? Smoke smoke grenades gonna mess up some of those. But she can she has like gas masks that she uses for that. I'm I'm more say it's going to make it difficult to see. Fair flying what can still fly flying will do it although i think she has rocket boots that's fair this is a tough one this is a tough one i think this is a tough one i think this is another one where it's like there could be a lucky hit and either one of them go down i don't i don't honestly know how to fully resolve this one um i mean i think I, here's the thing. I don't, I think Clover is still smarter than Charizard. She, I think this one is a maybe, I don't, I don't know how smart Charizard is because aren't they basically just kind of animals? Like they they're don't kind really of animals. Have, yeah. So being that they're kind of animals, I feel like Clover is going to be able to like successfully like get Charizard in like a trap and like will figure out his moves pretty quickly and learn what to do to avoid them. Mm-hmm. yeah but i do feel like i agree for the most part i think charizard can come out pretty fast swinging out of the gates with like a flamethrower and a couple and some slashes i can see that but there is there are some bonus to the quick move yeah gee i don't know katie they want to just roll rock paper scissors for this yeah sure roll rock All paper right. scissors all right, this is going to be very good for our yep. audience. All right, ready. Wait, are we going on shoot? We're going on shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissor, shoot. Shoot. Yeah, I the rock. All right, I feel like you might have seen me do scissors in advance. I did not, I swear. I was doing okay. rock, and as soon as I saw I had rock down, you had scissors, I shouted. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right, I'll give it to Charizard then. By by the skin of his teeth, Charizard and Katie win this cartoon clash. Uh, I think we're such bad choices. Uh, I shouldn't have I won. Mean, 
I mean, you brought a Charizard. I feel like you you brought a Pokemon. I brought Olaf. You you had some really stupid competitors on the field, and you had some really smart, strong ones on the field. It's I didn't even question what my worst one is. <laughs> it's probably Larry the Cucumber. Larry the Cucumber was a pretty weak one, but Olaf, after we do there. after we do the battle royale, I think we should do a battle of my worst choices. Your worst choices versus why my worst choices? I no, can just see that. my worst choices fighting each other. I have the worst ones. Oh, just just all of your worst choices? Yeah, that's fair. I think that could be pretty fun. I would like to see Larry the Cucumber fighting Olaf. I think that would just be a funny fight. Plus Peppa Pig. <laughs> right, we did have Peppa Pig in here. We have so many weird ones in this thing. It's because I get like five and then I panic. Which is, you know what? You always need the chaos option to keep things spicy. All right. This was good. Well, this was a good fight. Good fight, Katie. Thank you for fighting with me. And thank you, dear listeners, for uh, joining us for another Cartoon Clash. We hope you had fun here. We certainly did. And remember, kids, violence is never the answer. We had a violence lot of fun. Violence is always today, the answer. But no, no, violence is never the answer. It's always better to talk things out with your words than, than try to fight. In real life, none of these characters would fight. They would all love each other, just like how we should love each other. Mm. all right well <laughs> we're gonna get back into our cartoon time machine and we're gonna we're gonna have a, a peaceful conversation with words to resolve our issues oh no oh no i don't like that look i've got oranges again oh no not the oranges Take <laughs> <laughs> us out this is I'm, weird we're leaving i'm scarlet i'm katie we're your animates and we will see you next time